2: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. I
3: thought I saw some crocuses blooming today.
4: Mm, that was just me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Imitating a crocus.
4: Oh my gosh. What I wouldn't do to live in this climate,
3: Like, like this. this,
4: where this is the bottom end of mm, the temperatures nice. we can expect in a year. Where would that be? Uh, probably Southern California around the San Diego area.
3: Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Cause it sure is gorgeous out there. Sunshine Uh-oh. temperate, uh, temperate wise is absolutely perfect. Hey, thanks for coming along today. We have uh, reached the uh, Friday edition of the ride home with John and Kathy. Some weeks of course are easier than others. Some weeks, you know, you sort of leap into Friday. Other weeks just sort of like slowly crawl and get hit by a wiffle ball bat while you are crawling forward. That may be where we are today, but we are happy that you're with us. Kathy. It's been a good week for you. I hope.
4: Oh, it's sure. It's just been a terrific week, John. Thanks for
3: asking. Very good. And Mike, you as well. Thumbs up, right? Thank you very much. Yes, it's been oh, a
4: wonderful yeah. week. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, the best, the best oh, we gosh. can do in a pandemic, right? Yes, right?
3: yes uh, the best we can do. Well, yes. Kath, as we get underway, uh, as we always do, uh, let's kick off today's show with the top four at four.
4: All right, you two, for Friday, December 11th. Number one, yesterday's science court was a success mm. in a day long live streamed session on YouTube. Outside advisors to the FDA debated the de- de- it's not going well already, John, it's you not going
3: well. You take your time,
4: debated the data on Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine. And the answer was yes. The panel, composed of independent scientific experts, infectious disease doctors, and statisticians, voted 17 to 4, with one member abstaining, in favor of emergency authorization for people 16 and older. According to today's New York Times, the FDA is expected to grant an emergency use authorization tomorrow, and the initial shipment of 6.4 million doses will leave warehouses within 24 hours.
3: Fabulous. So those four people who said no and the one who abstained, what, they were going out for tacos and were in a hurry? not
4: sure. I haven't investigated exactly what their perspective was, right. and they did not weighed in when I was watching the thing yesterday, so I'll look into that later. Number two. And local hospitals preparing to receive, store, and distribute said COVID-19 vaccine. The Trib reports that the Allegheny Health Network has acquired several massive ultra-cold freezers in expectation of the Pfizer vaccine, which requires an environment of minus 70 degrees Celsius. Minus 70 degrees Celsius. That's colder than Antarctica. Mm -hmm. The organizational process for distributing a vaccine on this scale is causing healthcare administrators to think and plan in ways they have never had to, never had to.
3: Very nice. Listen, I I got a freezer in the basement from the 70s. It's a Kenmore. (laughs) There's some hot dog buns in there that have been frozen. They might be minus whatever (laughs) degree Celsius.
4: We're going to put the Pfizer vaccine right next to them. (laughs)
3: Yeah, get those hot dog buns out of there that's a big old machine all right number number three
4: number three the beautiful downtown pittsburgh christmas market in market square has become another covid casualty Mm, because mm. covid covid ruins everything the pittsburgh holiday tradition one of my absolute favorites will close for the season tonight due to Governor Wolf's new cancellation orders that he announced yesterday. So shop it out today, people, because holiday cheer ends at 9.30.
3: Okay, you gonna head down there?
4: I thought about it. Yeah, me too. All right, I'll see you there. Number four. And in sports, Pitt football won its final game of the season last night in Atlanta, beating the Georgia Tech Bulldogs 34 to 20. Mm -hmm. After the game, Georgia Tech coach Jeff Collins just blew past Pat Narduzzi with this guy, non handshake it was really weird it was very hostile
3: there bad blood um, there
4: Yeah, oh, i don't know but it was negative mm. in the extreme and sunday night coming up it's primetime steeler football the black and gold taking on the surging buffalo bills in buffalo maybe with snow and minus another inside linebacker Vince Williams joins the sad list of Devin Bush and Robert Spillane who are out due to injury. Now for his part, Vince Williams is on the COVID nineteen list. I mean, how many of these guys can we lose? I believe Ulysses Gilbert II is still on the IR. Anyway, it's a less than optimal turn of events in a week we all need our best players, so Sunday night, my friends could be a nail biter okay good and that is your top four, at four. Nice.
3: i'm glad you brought up the name vince williams because whenever i hear the name vince williams of course i know that he's a stealer but i always think he's a, a country uh, western star
4: oh that's vince gill
3: yeah like right? just vince williams kind of okay. like it sounds like he should have a cowboy hat on oh, sure i was out there twanging around a little bit right? i wish
4: he would just be able to play on sunday forget the the guitar playing or you know singing that you're bringing up i would just like to see an inside linebacker who's healthy enough to play for the steelers
3: listen i'm praying for snow for the Steelers game
4: why because you like to watch those snow games
3: oh who doesn't i mean they go out there with snow shovels like they're you know they're shoveling the field don't you listen
4: listen, we don't need any other challenges for
5: sunday
3: Mm. night
4: okay that's what football's about but he, listen to you, that's what football's about. Come on. The, the, the Pirates, the Steelers, I'm telling you, are falling on hard times.
3: Don't, don't, come on. Don't be a, a Debbie Downer no, here. No, I me, am. I'm concerned some... about it. Do I'm not deeply
4: be. concerned about it. I listen, think this game is going to be very hard to win.
3: We are at 11-1. and one. Listen, Even if we fell off a cliff at this point, I've, it's still been an excellent ride.
4: It has. It has. It's been a great ride. I'm just saying at this point for Sunday, I'm concerned.
3: All right, uh, I would imagine the Steeler towel will have its uh, placement in front of the TV set on the shrine. Is no, the-
4: it'll be over my eyes because you know when it gets tense, I can't watch.
3: Yeah, you, you know, know I've not I uncovered have- my terrible towel yet, so uh, maybe I, well, I think it's house. about.
4: Believe me, it's about time.
3: Yeah, I don't know where it is. Uh, How I, do you I think, not
4: know where it is? Doesn't I, it have a place of honor?
3: It's kind of folded up. I think it's over there in the bookcase.
4: Oh, for heaven's sake. But listen,
3: I haven't touched it so far this season, so I'm not going to touch it now because then I'll mess up the mojo. No, no, hands no. off. It's That's happy on the bookshelf point. is what it well, is.
4: Well, maybe you should have thought about that before they lost to the hapless Redskins last right. week. My plan is to,
3: I'll put it in the Kenmore freezer in the basement next to the hot dog buns and hope for the best.
4: <laughs> With the Pfizer vaccine. <laughs>
3: very good hey we got a big show for you today uh it's the friday edition always do this or that the weekend review coming up in a few minutes frederica matthews green she's going to talk about the christmas star and those wise men how'd that I work mean, how are they tracking the star there i don't know I, we'll find out next and you know and it wasn't you know with your gps on your on your smartphone was it not it's the ride home with John and kathy pittsburgh's christian talk we are at fm
1: WORD Coming up on Love Worth Finding What's the blueprint for happiness? The Beatitudes And what they are Is really a blueprint for happiness Foundation stones For building your
2: home Really what they are They are the keys to the kingdom
1: Join us for more of Adrian Rogers' series, The Keys to the Kingdom, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD.
6: All of us deserve a chance to start over again, and Light of Life is a place where people can do that.
3: Jarrell Gilliam, Executive Director at Light of Life Rescue Mission on Pittsburgh's North Side.
6: Have you ever been in town and you see somebody begging, you see somebody with a sign? One of the questions I get a lot is, like, how do you help that person what do we do to help someone that is down and out and what's the best thing to do and what I often will say is that the best thing to do is to show love and show compassion. It's not always the best thing to give them what they're asking for, but to point them in a the direction of an organization or of places where they can go and get help. Light of Life is one of those places where those people can get help to find an on-ramp to get back into society. It's not just about a handout. It's about a hand-up and the ability to give someone a chance to start over again.
3: Help someone else find a hand-up by donating today. Visit lightoflife.org give. lightoflife.org As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everybody get the best sleep of their lives. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Bedsheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep. And that's the whole point, right? Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, we know MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty, but MyPillow has just announced that they are extending their 60-day money-back guarantee. That's right. Orders placed between now and December 25th will have the 60-day money-back guarantee extended through March 1st, 2021. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Call 1-800-391-0954. Promo code is WORD. That's 1-800-391-0954, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code WORD. Get the best night's sleep of your life. This is Tim Seckler
1: inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy show.
3: when you read the, the biblical accounts of the wise men following the star and, you know, there, they're th- there they are, however there were three of them or there were a mass of them or whatever. Right. I mean, they seem pretty confident that they were going to find Jesus, right? All of a sudden the star stops and there they are and they get off their camels and they're good to go.
4: You ever wonder about that? Well, I've often wondered what, what it means to follow a star, yeah. Like, how do you do that? I mean, I, like, if you, if you went outside and you picked a star, how could you follow? I don't, I don't, I never did get it.
3: Right. Well, Frederica Matthews Green is with us. She's had the same thoughts between the three of us. None of us are astronomers or anything connected to the stars, but we're going to give it a go. Frederica, uh, she's the author of a book that we love called The Jesus Prayer, the ancient desert prayer that turns the heart to God. Also, her newest book is called Welcome to the Orthodox Church. Frederica, friend, welcome back.
7: Yes. Hi, John. Hi, Kathy. It's good to be with you again.
3: Thank
7: you, Frederica. uh, Frederica. I feel the same way you do. Yeah. Okay. So how do you follow a star? How do you follow a star? And at this time of year, some Christian astronomers will often try to say, oh, we found it in the records and it was this celestial event at that time or it was this meteor or something. And like you, I always felt like that's barking up the wrong tree, that – A star is so far away, you can't follow it. Even as close as the moon is, the moon couldn't direct you to a particular house in a particular city. Yeah, so I wondered about that. And when I found out that the Church Father, St. John Chrysostom, addressed this, and he's a very clear and direct sort of writer, so I appreciated it from him. He is to Eastern Christians pretty much what St. Augustine is to European Christians. So even if you've never heard of him, Mm. he was an early church writer writer and died about the year 405. So I read what he had to say, and he he made four points. Um, The first I hadn't thought of, which is that the star did not move um, in an east-west direction. That's what stars do. They rise in the east. They set in the west. But if the wise men were coming from Persia, from the Chaldees, and making their way to India, then it wasn't east-west; it was mostly north-south, it, it, northeast to southwest. And so it, it it doesn't sound like a regular star for that reason. Hmm. The second thing that he said, which hmm. I'd never noticed, is that the star must have turned off and on, because when they get to Jerusalem, they have to stop and ask directions. And then the star turns on again, and it begins to lead them again. You know what? At this point, I was thinking about the pillar of fire that led the Israelites in the wilderness. I was thinking it must be something like that, that it can turn on and off, like the pillar of fire did, being a cloud by day and fire by night. And that really is uh, St. John's third point, is that the star was visible in the daytime. And, of course, all stars that we have in our our celestial spread, they are blocked out by the the sun, by our enormous sun. And so that wasn't really something a celestial star could do either. His fourth point was exactly what you started with, that it's too far away, that you couldn't follow a star because it's so distant, it couldn't indicate anything. So um, he thinks that it was something like that pillar of fire, that it was a created light that God put before the wise men in order to lead them forward. He says maybe even it was a, an angel that was particularly appointed to have this role. And he leads them all the way from the Chaldees down to, um, to Jerusalem and then on to Bethlehem and actually points out exactly the house that Jesus was in at that point. And this makes me think it happened a little bit later than Christmas because it does say a house in Matthew. Mm-hmm. So supposedly he's no longer in a cave or in a stable. Interesting. Well, I find Frederic- that has a lot to recommend it in my mind. I think it's a very good theory.
3: Yeah, it's a wonderful mystery, isn't it? I mean, to go back and try to configure all that, I, I, as you bring this up, a few years ago, Kath, remember this? We had a guest on yep. who okay. uh, produced a documentary, I believe. Yes. He, Frederica, he was an astronomer and went back. No, I did not know this either, that you can astronomically look at the positions of the stars and go back to thousands of years. You can replicate really? this. Yes. Wow. So he went back and looked at particular stars in the skies around the time of what Jesus' birth and was able to see star. Wow. the star.
7: What he thought was the star.
3: What he thought was the star, right.
7: He considered. He, he believed it anyway. That's right. amazing. I didn't know that uh, they could go back in time and look at the, the sky as it appeared back then.
3: But your point yes, is well so taken. I mean, God can do anything. an
7: unusually bright star, I guess. But there's still all these questions about how how could it lead you from one place to the other. Right, Mm
4: -hmm. right, right, right. Now, Frederica, talk about um, the pillar of cloud. Um, You know, for people Hmm. who are listening to the show, perhaps that's something they've never heard of. They don't know, you know, how that figured (laughs) into the journey that the people of Israel took.
7: Yes, yes. When people of Israel escaped from Egypt, they began to just wander in the Sinai Desert for 40 years. They didn't go immediately to the Holy Land where they would be established. And while they were there, in order to guide them and take them where they ought to be going, God provided a miraculous means. He put in front of them by day what looked like a cloud, and it was a rain and a holy cloud that is leading them forward. And by night, this changed into what the scriptures say is a pillar of fire, And so it it was a cloud by day, pillar of fire by night, and it was the thing that led them forward. It's not called a star in the Old Testament. It's something visible to them at their level, and it leads them forward. So that's the—we don't know anything else about what that looked like, what it was made Mm -hmm. of— But this is what the scripture says. This is not Yeah, but it's a
4: but I I let I I appreciate the link, Frederica, between that and the star of Bethlehem because it's a it's a fantastical sign. I mean, try to picture being just living your life and you know having a pillar of cloud in front of you during the day and a pillar of, I mean, fire at night. We've, we've, those of us who've read the story, we like, okay, well, that's the cloud. But then you st- st- step back and look at it and you think, wait, that's
7: crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Isn't it? <laughs> and I wonder sometimes if the people who are trying to identify the particular star in a way are trying to make it less crazy, <laughs> you know, yes, they right, right. root it in human history, in earthly history, and um, in, insists that whatever God did, he didn't violate his own rules about how the stars move and act. You know, he abided by the rules that he made. But I think it's uh, there's nothing wrong with God breaking his own rules when he wants to. Yeah. That, that's why we have miracles, and miracles are so powerful in our faith. So, um, for this to be a, a purely miraculous kind of light that was created just for that moment, I think that's entirely possible and a beautiful thing.
3: I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, h- how can you uh, have a problem with God's miracles? I mean, and who are we to say unless we were there? God can stop heaven and earth. So, um, to think about that—that's fabulous. I mean, th- this—I wish I could remember the name of this documentary. I to mean, do a little research and Star go back and it. Star is what it's called. Oh it is. Okay. Mm-hmm.
7: <laughs> Look at
4: that. I was
3: I was going to do some research and <laughs> I'm just I'm just here to help. <laughs> the Star of Bethlehem. Thank God for <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, Frederica, I mean, it just it's fascinating to muse on this and of course this is the season where miracles mm-hmm. happen, they abound. I mean, to think about the Christ child coming into this world, a little baby that put the universe, uh, uh, you know, just spun the universe around. And if you're not a believer, I think, you know, as Cass said, you know, coming in, if you're not familiar with this, you're not a believer, you don't know the idea of miracles or God's mercy or grace, all this seems like a fantastical story. But I think, you know, as you know and love Christ, it, you nod your head and go, yeah, tell me more, because I do believe this.
7: It is so true. And there's a there's a thread of it that is really lovely that I had to mention that, um In the early part of the Old Testament there's a prophet named Balaam, and he's from the Chaldees, and he says, Mm -hmm. I behold him but not near, I see him but not now, a star shall arise out of Judah. And the kind of the backstory is that that prophecy was passed down generation to generation to generation among the wise men of the Chaldees. They knew this was the prophecy and they kept looking. They kept looking for the star. And when the star appeared, it was the time of the three wise men. And they said, now we have to go. Now we have to follow it. So it's interesting to think about God sending a prophecy down through the years among prophets in an entirely different nation from the Israelites in the Holy Mm -hmm. Land. We we just don't know where God is working. We don't know what ideas he's planting here and there and who he's guiding. Mm -hmm. We just pray that he will keep on guiding us because Um, sure you can get into trouble if you try to avoid what God's will is.
4: Plus a thousand years are like a day to the Lord, right? And Uh, a day like a thousand years. Uh, We're talking to Frederica Matthews-Green, she's the author of a couple books we love, including The Jesus Prayer, The Ancient Desert Prayer That Tunes the Heart to God, and Welcome to the Orthodox Church, An Introduction to Eastern Christianity. Um, Our time's almost up, Frederica, but I want to give you a chance to just tell us and our listeners about this physical malady you've been suffering with lately, and tell us how you are.
7: (laughs) Well, um, I'm a little bit hoarse, and I think that's from all the prednisone. I'm on a tremendous dose, 60 milligrams a day for a month. And Uh the reason is I had an allergic reaction to something, um, but it caused broken blood vessels underneath the skin. So I was totally lit up with red and purple and went to the doctor and the junior doctor and the elder doctor both said, impressive. So you don't really want to impress
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't, no. (laughs) No,
7: no, No. I said not, okay, not me. So um, it is receding under this onslaught of steroids. And thank God I'm not having side effects from the steroids. So that is such a blessing. Um, Well, things like this have happened to me before, but never this extreme. And so they decided there must be some kink in my immune system. I'll probably go on a permanent kind of medication once the prednisone is tapered off. I think the thing you were talking about on my Facebook page, I, I did a photo of my face, and it's gone completely over my nose. And just to have something to worry about in the middle of the night, I looked up pictures of people whose noses had basically decayed, and, and ceased to be there. They kind of vanished. And uh, thinking about what a horrible thing that would be to happen yeah. and praying desperately that I don't have that particular side effect. Thank yes. God. I've um, Maybe because of so many prayers, people have been so kind and so encouraging in the comments. Um, it is receding from my nose as well. So I suppose That's I'll, good news. I will continue to have a nose all the rest of my life.
3: God I bless you. Was, I mean... Yeah, go ahead. No, you go. Uh,
7: I was going to mention the woman that that I mentioned in my Facebook post, who had, had a hot oil fly, fryer blow up in her face. Yeah. And she spilled as uh, when she comes to church, she wears a, a little veil because she doesn't want to frighten the children. Hmm. But I saw her during during Lent, which is such a time of penitence for us Orthodox. I saw her joining everybody else and kneeling down on the floor of the church and touching her forehead to the the floor during the most penitential um, prayers that we have during Lent. And it just gave me a wonderful example. You know, I thought, Mm -hmm. well, if I do have to lose my nose, I can look at her and her courage, kind of the nobility of that. And it just gave me a wonderful example to follow. My own little star, I guess.
3: God provided for me. Well, Frederica, there's nothing like the horror of waking at 3 a.m. and thinking of worst-case scenario. So, I mean, all of us, right, all of us have been there, I think probably increasingly more so as this goes on. So we're thanking you so much for your transparency, for God's healing on your life, and we'll lift you up in prayer and ask our listeners to lift you up in prayer as well, Frederica.
7: Thank you so much.
3: Yes, well, and Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. We'll talk to you next month.
7: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
3: Frederica Matthews Green. Keep her in your prayer list for her healing. She is the Jesus Prayer. I'm telling you, it's a fabulous book. Check it out. Frederica Matthews Green and uh, prayers for her as well. Take a break. Come back. This or that up next. Of all the women in the world, you
0: chose her. She is the one you can't live without. How will you tell her, I love you forever? You tell her with a diamond. From Trinity Jewelers. And of all the diamonds in the world... None say forever like the center of my universe from Forevermark. Less than 1% of the world's diamonds can carry the Forevermark inscription, a promise that each diamond is beautiful, rare, and responsibly sourced. A diamond worthy of a woman as rare as she is, and a love as unique as yours. The center of my universe can only be found at an authorized Forevermark jeweler. Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Discover Forevermark, the diamond, the promise at Trinity Jewelers for when you really want to say I love you forever. Visit TrinityJewelers.com.
8: First Presbyterian Church is a beacon of light and love to this community.
9: The message that I hear sustains me for the whole week. I love this church because of the diversity and the music and the people.
2: The incredible beauty of the space. A warm, welcoming
5: congregation.
9: The people are amazing and truly love one another and Christ. And our pastor preaches the gospel. I want
2: everybody in the Pittsburgh to come and experience
0: First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh in the heart of the city with the city in its heart.
8: Merry Christmas, this is Dean Gartland, President of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in Heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas season
0: at Eden Christian Academy hope is rising hope that is secure in God that builds faith and inspires a love that can't be stopped Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner where students see faith woven into every subject and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-k through 12th grade Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can
10: offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Levin Furniture and Mattress is celebrating 100 years with the very best values, finance offers, and highest quality furniture. Create the home of your dreams this holiday season at all Levin Furniture and Mattress stores or LevinFurniture.com. Listen
9: on your smart speaker, the Word FM app, at wordfm.com, iHeart, in and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORD Pittsburgh.
10: Tonight, cloudy with a low 41. Tomorrow, cloudy and mild with a brief shower or two in the afternoon with a high 55. Tomorrow night, a brief shower in the evening. Otherwise, low clouds with a low of 43. Sunday, mostly cloudy and cooler with a high of 45, and Monday, partial sunshine with a high of 38. With your Acuba, The forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick.
3: It's time now for this or that. Every Friday at this time, we delve into the basics of this or that. Mm -hmm. One or the other. No explanation needed. Kath, you first or myself?
4: I feel the need to go first. All right. Shall I begin?
3: Yes, the December 11th edition of this or that. Fire away, please.
4: Number one, John, in church on Christmas Eve or at home on Christmas Eve?
3: In church on Christmas Eve, please.
4: From your lips to Governor Wolf's ears. Number Ooh. two, "I'll Be Home for Christmas" by Bing Crosby, or "Chestnuts Roasting" by Nat King Cole.
3: Gee, I love them both. Uh, I'm go- I think I'm going for the uh, the sentimental pull. "I'll Be Home for Christmas." Are you? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah.
4: All right. Number three, uh, "Peppermint Frappuccino," John, or "Peppermint Tea."
3: not a big peppermint fan either way or the other so i try to get through it as quickly as possible give me a quick slug of the tea we're good to go
4: okay well since you've said that i'm moving on to number four which is york peppermint patty john or pepper and pepperidge farm mint milano
3: Ooh. now see i love those both i said that again. See, this. that's
4: why i don't yeah. understand why you say you don't hold like on those.
3: wait wait yeah that she's Can I have both uh no uh, i'm doing the mint milano are you? Oh, yeah. Give me that. Wow. Okay. That's, that's good.
4: Number five. Date nut pinwheel. Oh, yeah. Or dark chocolate covered coconut haystack.
3: Oh. Oh. Uh, sorry. I got to go coconut dark chocolate haystack. Bring it up. Oh. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. Swin.
4: Number six. Sitting on Santa's lap, John, or kissing mm. under the mistletoe. <laughs>
3: It was a time I lived for Santa's lap. I'm now going forward to the mistletoe. Okay. her up, my lady. My woman. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Number seven, caroling, John, yeah. or riding the Christmas train at the mall?
3: Oh, oh, I don't think I could fit in that Christmas train unless I was the caboose. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm doing the carols. Kind of
4: <laughs> Number eight, uh, for Christmas dinner, John, lamb or ham?
3: Oh. We talked about this today. Bring up the lamb. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, yeah.
4: Okay. Number nine Mm. uh, the year without a Santa Claus or canceling the Christmas market
7: downtown because of a pandemic.
4: Uh,
3: No, no, no. You can't cancel Santa Claus. You can't. Listen, that's something of Pittsburgh. You can't cancel Santa. (laughs) (laughs) No, Santa. And number 10. Okay.
4: A stocking filled with treats or. Your silly red
3: booties? Uh, The booties are not red. They're blue.
4: Well, they used to be red. They were red for a long they were, time. They
3: were burgundy. Let's be oh, bur- Okay, burgundy, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. so
4: right. your silly, silly blue booties. think yeah, really, they're I'm just talking about the booties.
3: The booties are fabulous. I'm they're serious. not. No, they are.
4: I don't think they are. They're cold feet. Okay, whatever.
3: I mean, I get much more use out of the booties than I do the uh, stocking with the oh, treats. Gosh. But I love a treat, but I guess I gotta go for the booties. Listen, that was a strong this or that. Thank you. you like, you know, you downplayed that. I as did. You I
4: know. Did it. I was trying to soft sell it. That
3: was very strong. This okay. this might be a disappointment by comparison. Oh. Christmas card. Gift card.
4: Well, now I sound like a horrible person
3: if no. I say gift card. There's
4: <laughs> no. already a moral element to this. Okay, I'm saying Christmas card.
3: Very nice. Sears Scratch and Dent. <laughs> the Itchy and Scratchy Show
4: oh the seer scratching down i loved it there
3: oh okay disco dancing break dancing
4: oh uh well only once an olympic sport i'll go break dancing
3: all right santa's reindeers santa's elves
4: oh you got to go with the reindeer you got to embrace the natural world yeah
3: turn your back on the little people all you want okay the fig newton oh Isaac Newton.
4: (laughs) I mean, how can you compare those two? That's not fair. I mean, again, there's a moral element. I have to pick Isaac because he's a person and a great inventor and everything in the apple.
3: All right. The Ikea catalog. The Sears catalog.
4: Oh, the Ikea catalog for sure.
3: Oh, okay. The Fort Pitt tunnels. Yeah. The Liberty tunnels.
4: Oh, I'll go Fort Pitt. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: The Monongahela Incline. The Duquesne oh, Incline.
4: Duquesne Incline every day of the week. Ooh.
3: The Christmas tree at Point State Park. Oh, no. On a clear day, you can see forever.
4: Right down the Ohio. Uh, I mean, I'm going with the Christmas tree. Who doesn't want to be against the
5: Christmas uh,
3: tree? Driving across the United States, taking a train trip across train the Train trip.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Bleeding from your eyeballs. (laughs) Political Zoom calls.
4: Uh, I will take bleeding from my eyeballs.
3: (laughs) That is the December 11th edition of This or That.
9: 101.5 WORD.
1: You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you. I'm your number one fan! That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd
8: like to win one of these contests.
1: Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and sign up. We're big fans.
9: Christmas at the Spring House in 84 means lots of activities. Although we don't look like elves, we certainly feel like Santa's helpers as we go about our daily chores. In the bake shop, we're making pie dough and pie fillings from scratch to produce the best homemade pies you've ever tasted. The favorites are raspberry, apple crumb, caramel walnut, pumpkin, and sour cherry. And we're also doing all kinds of breads and cookies for gifts or just for good eating. In the basket making area, we're putting together wonderful country gift baskets just popping and topped with beautiful bows we like to say they're no fluff they're just filled with good stuff in the smokehouse we're smoking round the clock our own hickory smoked hams turkeys and even salmon and i almost forgot we're also making our own eggnog with fresh milk from our own cows and it's wonderful throughout the springhouse store we're filled with country gifts that will delight the young and the young at heart come to the springhouse in 84 for an old-fashioned christmas
8: Merry Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, president of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas season.
0: When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need EK Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, EK Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit EKExcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at EKExcavation.com.
3: COVID, COVID, pandemic, pandemic, unprecedented, masks, rising death rates. I mean, uh, Governor Wolf, it's just a mess. It's an absolute mess where we are across the country and in Western Pennsylvania. Dr. Rick Zimmerman is with us. Dr. Zimmerman is a COVID-19 researcher collaborating with the Centers for Disease Control. He clinically treats uh, coronavirus patients, has decades-plus experience as an infectious disease epidemiologist. Dr. Zimmerman welcome back to the show.
11: Oh yes and it's uh, one, as I said once before the best of times and the worst of times mm. for um, cases and hospitalizations and deaths it's not been good for our country. There was, uh, I was listening to CDC today and two people dying within every minute and so if we talk you know uh, 10 minutes That's going to be 20 people in our country pass away. We haven't seen anything like this. This is, uh, you know, orders in the uh, um, September 11th D-Day, Pearl Harbor. We're in those kind of historic death times, um, and that's not something to be glad about.
4: Oh, Rick. All right. So we've got these rising numbers. Let's talk particularly about Allegheny County. Um, I know the numbers are bad. I get the numbers every day on my phone uh, from the Allegheny Health Department. Um, I don't know. Give us your read on how things are locally.
11: I think they're they're bad hospitals have got a lot They're you know looking at things uh, one of the St. Margaret's one of my colleagues said the quarter of their hospital is filled with COVID cases a lot of hospitals are seeing that um, lots of cases it's the highest uh, numbers of hospitalizations going um, going on um, the last week that we've ever had from COVID so this is not good <laughs> it's uh, I I guess it's no laughing matter. This is a serious time, and what's good is we have learned um, about how to help people. There is um, remdesivir. There are steroids for those who need oxygen. And we now have some of the new monoclonal antibodies that we can give to people as outpatients who are seniors um, or have a major risk factor such as obesity um, and have an Positive COVID test, if we catch them early, we can try to keep them out of the hospital. But there's not enough of that to go around, and so there's lotteries for that. So we're making progress on the treatment arm, um, but we're also making progress on the vaccine arm. Uh, FDA met yesterday and by a 14 to 4 and one obsession vote uh, voted um, for an EUA for the Pfizer vaccine. And uh, today the ACIP met. Discussed it for hours. If um, the FDA gives a releases a decision, then as soon as they release a decision, ACIP can vote, Um, and its use then would release the use to healthcare workers, um, and that would be a major breakthrough. And it's possible to have an emergency ACIP meeting at CDC tomorrow. Um, They rose that they uh, mentioned that today. Just. About An hour ago, they ended the call um, where they presented the data from Pfizer to the CDC and to the public. So it's exciting to see that we're close to a vaccine.
3: Very good. We're talking with Dr. Rick Zimmerman. Dr. Zimmerman has decades plus experience as an infectious disease epidemiologist. Rick, I want to read a letter to you, an email that we got uh, just a, a day or so ago from a listener. He said, greetings, I'm writing in reference to the PA and Allegheny COVID statistics that are read on the air during drive time. Specifically, I suggest that it should be more clearly stated whether the case count and, quote, positivity rate end quote, are current values or cumulative values since the start of the pandemic. Please clarify, preferably on air. Your response, please.
11: Um, Well, I have right in front of me, the county health department data, December 4th, uh, confirmed cases, 748, um, December. Slide my finger here. Seventh, uh, 614 cases out of 2020, um, and so 600 over 2,000. It will give you your fraction positive on December 7th. So you can go to the county website, pull those numbers up there for public display, and there's nothing hidden about it. Um, All right. And there is a day to day variation because uh, you can imagine with weekends, there's less testing and then there's more in, uh, a lot
12: of the weekdays.
3: I see. So, Rick, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you've read as well and uh, you've talked in your circles as well. A lot of people would consider, you know, media hysteria to be driving this conversation about coronavirus. Can you speak to that? I mean, you're an epidemiologist. Is there hysteria a part of this conversation?
11: I think the the news media always has to stay in business, and I respect that they need to do that. I think at times there has been um, some things a little overblown, um, but this is bad. This is more deaths than flu. This is deaths that I've just said a minute ago that is um, rivaling Pearl Harbor D-Day, September 11th. These are major death dates. Uh, So I think this is real. Uh, My practice has had, uh, that I know of, four people die. Um, And those are our, you know, my practice is patients. They're gone. Right. And uh, I see people in clinic suffering from COVID.
3: People would say, though, that, you know, uh, as a matter of public policy here in the United States, we're handling this all wrong, that we should be more surgical with our shutdowns Uh, people apparently, you know, with pre uh, pre existing conditions, or especially people who are very old, or people who are in managed care facilities, they're the primary recipients uh, of this disease. What about that? Uh, Are we doing a poor job by just blanketing major closures and, you know, shutting down small businesses and large businesses? The economy suffers.
11: I have two responses. First of all, uh, Sweden tried a Mm laissez-faire approach, let herd immunity, and they have backtracked. They found it didn't work and they have gone to more uh, drastic measures. So if you want to look in the world, uh, a rich country, Sweden, they have had to backpedal on what they did. Uh, Secondly, I think at times we have been broader brushstrokes. I think at the time I have a riffer friend who got uh, closed down, lays up on a roof, he posed no risk up on the roof to people. And I think we do need some more preciseness. It's -hmm. the times that people are around each other without masks that is the time of risk and the businesses that don't have that. So if I'm going to go to a a box store to buy a tool or a part for home repair, and if everybody's wearing a mask, then I don't sense, you know, we're not sending an hour in there together. We're in and we're out with our purchase. I don't see that as a big risk. Sitting unmasked at uh, a crowded bar or dancing on masks, that's pretty high risk.
4: Right. All right. So while we're getting into this, and you mentioned masks, um, let's just go with that. Just talking to a friend on the phone the other day, um, saying that, you know, look, there are all sorts of physicians from other places I see on the web who say that masks don't make any difference. Um, What do you say, Rick?
11: So I'm trained in infectious disease. We talk about the portal of exit and the portal of entry. And we have the infection cycle. And as a pathogen, a virus, a bacteria, whatever, leave somebody, it has a portal of exit. And it, it then get to someone else, a portal of entry. If you block portal of entrance and portal of entry, um, then you can make a major difference. That's one of the classic things. Um, and it just makes sense. You can look at the web. Uh, there are places like I think it's Florida International University has got a, a, a web. Um, again, you can go there and take a look at what happens when you have a mask or not in terms of cough. Look at the difference, um, and you can see with a mannequin that's got a uh, cough with, without mask, look at the pictures. They show you the difference. Now, there's a lot of things. A lot of people don't wear masks well. A lot of people don't wear masks all the time they may have it down below their nose this enters virus enters the eyes the nose and the mouth if you protect the eyes the nose and the mouth you drastically reduce your risk um, both and for other people if you protect your nose and your mouth you're protecting them so you do have to protect the portal of entry and if you're thinking of others the portal of exit
3: Okay, Rick, what about people say, well, 97% of the population is wearing masks, and still this is trouble?
11: Uh, I don't believe that 90% are wearing masks consistently. There is a difference, in, you know, if you wear the mask below the nose, you're not protecting yourself, and you're not protecting anybody else. We need people to wear them well. There also is a difference in quality, and there's clear, and I've uh, tried to bring this up before on the show, there's a clear difference between a single-layer gaiter that doesn't provide, frankly, much protection, and uh, even a homemade two to three-layer, preferably different materials, masks, will provide a lot of protection. And then for those of us that have access to N95s, uh, they provide a very large amount I'm seeing people with COVID and I'm in their face, I'm swabbing their nose. And what I use is personal protective equipment. I use environmental controls like a negative pressure room. And so far uh, that has protected me.
4: Mm-hmm. Dr. Briggs, i been with us. Yeah, that's Rick Zimmerman. He uh, joins us regularly on our show to give us the COVID-19 Allegheny County update. Rick, listen, our time is up, and I'm sorry about that. I hope we can have you back before the holidays and kind of get your read on what you recommend for us and how we gather to celebrate Christmas. Sure.
3: Very nice. Terrific. Thank you, Dr. Zimmerman. Always a pleasure to have you with us.
4: Rick Zimmerman, nice. COVID-19 God researcher collaborating with the Centers for Disease Control. We'll be back. Friday edition. Ride home. home.
1: Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Merry Christmas. This
8: is Dean Gartland, President of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing, and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas season.
1: Where can you find Pittsburgh's most affordable hand-built mattress? Only here at the Original Mattress Factory. At OMF, we've been manufacturing our mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them factory direct for 30 years. We use the highest quality materials because we believe our customers deserve the best. OMF offers a better quality mattress at a better price compared to the mainstream brands. Stop by your local OMF location to see the original mattress factory difference for yourself.
0: Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at TrinityChristian.net. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney
1: Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Does
3: place matter? Does place matter, I mean, where things are, do they have some pull on you or some anchor to your faith? Yeah. Well, I don't know.
4: I don't know if they have an anchor to my faith, but I know that I really think place matters. I think where you live, where you grow up, where you work, I think environment plays in. Why are you asking?
3: Well, I I saw a piece um, I go to, you might be surprised, to artnews.com on a regular mm-hmm. basis. Wow. And artnews.com has this very interesting story. Now you hear this always at, you know, Christmas or Easter. There'll be these stories that show up about the Christian faith. Okay. Ancient dwelling evacuated in Nazareth may have been childhood home of Jesus. How An archaeologist, here's this is interesting. An archaeologist may have discovered the location of the childhood home of Jesus. Ken Dark, a professor from the University of Reading, England, believes he has established a possible case for the remains of a first-century home excavated beneath a modern-day convent. According to him, the ancient dwelling was first investigated in the 19th century. The idea lost traction among experts in the 30s. The site went mostly forgotten since. He said, I didn't go to Nazareth to find the house of Jesus. I was doing a study of the city's history of a Byzantine Christian pilgrimage center. The dwelling is found beneath a Byzantine-era church, which is itself buried beneath the Sisters of Nazareth convent. We know from written evidence this church was believed in the Byzantine period to have been built on the site of Jesus' home and the dwelling preserved in its crypt. So buried on top of and on top of and on top of is supposedly the first century home of Jesus. Does that matter?
4: Well, I mean, if you could actually historically make a an evidential case to prove that then yeah i I, that would be that would certainly be interesting but i can't imagine that that you that that's possible this is one of those things where like you know it it is just tradition which tells us this thing and tells us that thing and i think look i mean i'm glad that i mean i appreciate tradition but i don't think that that's going to Make some difference to my faith of I don't not
3: know. at all. I mean, and I'm dubious. What do you think? To, it feels dubious to me because you know I grew up in the era of I've got a holy card that has a a piece of the cross. I mean,
4: right now, what are the odds of that? I, I
3: right, but even if it was the tr- I mean, wh-
4: what does it matter? Does it if matter if you to it me?
3: I mean, if I, I you had an actual piece of the cross, of course so, you know. Oh my gosh, but to my faith. Not particularly. You have
4: the living Holy Spirit that resides in you. What could be more important? Do you think a little bit of wood is going to make a difference?
3: Yeah, I agree. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back. Uh, We've got lots more ahead. Hey, uh, listen, wordfm.com. There's a lot of things going on there. Uh, Go to our Facebook page. We're doing the Christmas mortgage miracle. Ask Alexa
9: to play the word Pittsburgh. To hear us there, we're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart. Tune in and on radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
6: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows has pressed Food and Drug Administration Chief Stephen Hahn to grant an emergency youth authorization for Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine by the end of today or face possible dismissal. The vaccine won an endorsement on Thursday from an FDA panel of outside advisors. And agency sign-off is the next step needed to get the shots to the public. Governor Andrew Cuomo reinstated indoor dining restrictions indefinitely. In New York City, California's health officials urging the state's residents to stay home as much as possible because of a coronavirus surge taxing the state's hospitals. Stocks ending lower on Wall Street as prospects for another aid package from Washington faded. The Dow gained 47 points today, but the NASDAQ was down 28. The S&P 500 off four. This is SRN News. Of all the women in the world, you chose her. She is the one
0: you can't live without. How will you tell her, I love you forever? You tell her with a diamond. From Trinity Jewelers. And of all the diamonds in the world, none say forever, like the center of my universe from Forevermark. Less than 1% of the world's diamonds can carry the Forevermark inscription, a promise that each diamond is beautiful, rare, and responsibly sourced a diamond worthy of a woman as rare as she is and a love as unique as yours. The center of my universe can only be found at an authorized Forevermark jeweler, Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Discover Forevermark, the diamond, the promise at Trinity Jewelers for when you really want to say, I love you forever.
3: Visit TrinityJewelers.com. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company and all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for a free repair or replacement. Visit or Pittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of the highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry from a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com Merry
8: Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, President of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in Heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and city mission will be there but only with your continued support please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today god bless you this christmas season
6: what if the music stopped if the familiar voices were silenced if there were no breaking news updates what if your companion and connection to your community came with a monthly fee Don't worry, we're free local radio with you wherever you go. Celebrating 100 years and looking forward to the next 100. We are broadcasters. Text radio to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on your local TV and radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
10: Tonight, cloudy with a low 41. Tomorrow, cloudy and mild with a brief shower or two in the afternoon with a high of 55. Tomorrow night, a brief shower in the evening, otherwise low clouds with a low of 43. Sunday, mostly cloudy and cooler with a high of 45. And Monday, partial sunshine with a high of 38. With your the forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick.
2: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons.
3: My gift-wrapping skills, I mean, I'm not trying to give myself a free pass here, but, but they're not the greatest. You know, you see you know, my wife, and she she can make a beautiful package. I mean, you know, it's just the creases are perfect. It's a bow that is kind of a flourishy. And so you look at that package and you go, man, that is so pretty. There's got to be something so beautiful in there. Now, me, on the other hand, you know, I get the job done, but it's not a thing of beauty.
4: You don't pass off the things that you're wrapping, say, for your wife to your son's?
3: No, no, I, I prefer, no, I, I kind of figure that's a, that's an abdication of my responsibility. I mean, I believe it is, but I think yeah. a lot of people still do it. No, I think, you know, if it's my gift, I'm going to wrap it because it's, you know, and I'm plus, as you're wrapping the gift, you know, you, aren't you excited? You know, you, I'm, oh, this is a great gift. I can't wait. To, I do you know, get the,
4: excited, but see, I'm the gift wrapper in the house.
3: You wrap everybody's gifts.
4: I don't wrap everybody. I mean, I'm not wrapping my own gifts, like for the gifts people are given to me but i'm the if it wasn't for me i don't think anybody would rap anything.
3: Oh. Wouldn't that be horrible?
4: Yeah, i think what? everybody would just like hand each other like oh. a, like a bag.
3: No, 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 no. I mean the I think rapping. They would. Really?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: The rapping to me is everything. I mean, and i don't I... mean
4: to overstate my own importance in the household. I'm just saying i <laughs> right. believe based on past performance that i'm really the only one who gets into that.
3: Well, you have two young daughters. You think they'd be like right on your, you know, right on your wing there.
4: They huh. don't care about that.
3: Is that a generational thing? Or is it I just the Emmett's household?
4: I think, I mean, my older daughter cares more than I care. Mm-hmm. or cares more than her sister cares, but not as much as I care. I don't know. Interesting. Mike, do you okay. wrap your own stuff?
2: Mike, do you?
13: Oh, I'm sorry. I I have a rule when it comes to wrapping. No, I can't wait to hear this. So rule. my biggest my biggest pet peeve is if I'm unwrapping a gift, if it takes, if I'm assuming it's it's taking me longer to open the gift then actually wrapping the gift, uh-uh, I can't stand that. So, like, some mm. people put, like, the, the bows around it and, and these yeah. big, massive bows and wrap it tight, yeah. and mm-hmm. I, tr- it's annoying to me. I, That's part I, of the
4: anticipation. Like, it's like you're like, wow, I'm opening a present. You want to make it last longer. Wait, so let
3: me picture this then. So you're unwrapping the gift, yes. and you're becoming frustrated with the beauty of the gift that you're given. <laughs> so then you get upset while you're unwrapping this gift, which sort of spoils the yes. whole mood.
13: Well, I, I don't care about the beauty of it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, wrap it up in get...
4: newspaper.
13: I don't care. It's going to get really? ripped and destroyed anyway. I just want to rip it open. So utilitarian. I'm sorry.
4: I'm sorry. Listen, you should be in the gift exchange with my daughters then, because (laughs) then you'd all be happy.
13: Really? And my husband,
4: Eric, would lead your gift exchange. He'd welcome you gladly. But I do appreciate
13: a beautiful wrapped gift. I do appreciate
3: it. as
4: long as it goes to somebody else and you don't have to open it yourself. Yes, exactly. And you keep your
3: emotions in check while you're unwrapping it. I mean, look, Dad's upset again because there's too much beauty surrounding him. Here's the deal: sloppily wrapped, wrapped gifts. Tend to exceed expectations. According to a study, somebody gave money for this. According to a study published in the peer reviewed Journal of Consumer Psychology, while pristine parcels promise more than they deliver. Quote, it's a pretty simple story when you think about it, said Jessica Rixom, an assistant professor of marketing. Wrapping does have impact, but it's not necessarily the impact that you would expect. It all comes down to cues. When you give a gift to a friend, they use the wrapping as a cue to what the gift is. When it's wrapped neatly, it raises expectations that are hard to live up to. With an acquaintance, they use the wrapping as a cue about the relationship. If it's neatly wrapped, they think that you must care about them. Well, if
4: hopefully, you care about him anyway because you're giving him a present, right?
3: But I don't think so.
4: I think, but I think, as opposed to what Mike said, that kind of laissez-faire attitude he has about Isn't his that- presents, this, like, pre- pre- like putting a gift together, does convey a sense of I thought about this ahead of time, I prepared it, and I'm presenting it in this, you know. Festive. Yeah, but
3: they raise a good point though, because what if you someone has a beautifully wrapped package and you open it up and it's like a box of hard tack candy, and you go this is horrible why would you even you would waste your that. time doing that right well, so really bad gifts can come beautifully wrapped and then you're all disappointed
4: okay yeah maybe just but so what, what if you paired them up what if you had a nice president that actually was wrapped nicely wouldn't that that's the idea we should be shooting exactly. for? exactly right? yeah not yeah. just like you know garbage effort because right. it's right. gonna end up in the trash bag anyway how that's about how my, he, that's how my husband looks at every single gift wrapping. He's like, really? really anybody would invest time in that?
3: Okay. Okay. So we have a rule in our house. Speaking of rules, Mike says Mike's got a rule Christmas morning. Of course, you know, at our house, we, we enjoy chaos,
4: right?
5: But your yes. house
3: is totally different. We rip stuff up. We throw things around the room and then there's chaos. And then, then we allow that to sit there and simmer for oh. hours afterwards, oh, I kick yeah. it up in the air when I'm walking through the living room. I'm yelling stuff out about my gift. I love that. I love that too.
4: I thank love you, it. Mike. I love it. I, oh my I totally gosh. dig that.
3: Yeah. And Kath? That makes
4: Kath? me feel physically sick. Like yeah. Oh my gosh. Everybody opens their present like this. in order.
3: Like this. Oh, so I'm everybody
4: goes around, you know, little... you open a present, then you, and uh-huh. then I, and then you oh, and everybody you so looks much. at the gift and appreciates the gift. Oh. And after each opening, <laughs> The paper goes in the garbage.
3: Listen, I grew up in a house with nine people. Those like 15 minutes on Christmas morning, it was like a riot. It it was like Chicago 1968. It could
4: have been (laughs) an hour and a half. It didn't have to be 15 minutes. You guys could have just waited.
3: I'd have fallen asleep, come back an hour later, had something.
4: No, that 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 You're is so. Out. Christmas is over I'm, like that. Why I'm do you gonna... want to make
3: it over? It's not even over. Then it's like a cycle that you tend to revisit. Yeah yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. See, I'm
13: sorry. I'm sorry to say this, but yeah. the one by one opening present thing to mm-hmm. me, no. it's yeah. extremely boring. Oh, tedious. For sake. Tedious. It is so it's Christmas. Boring. Just dig in there. Rip it up the shreds. Dig. Everybody, That's just dig in.
3: If you're that's going to like a baby philosophy. shower,
4: what? That's if the you're same going to a baby shower, it's the same thing. That's the same philosophy that landed new Mike in a fantasy football league because football <laughs> wasn't exciting enough. We have to make it better.
3: I don't yes, believe like, that. I mean I, I don't agree with the fantasy football thing. That's a whole other story. But man that one thing at a time, then everyone's going to be polite. Oh, yes. look how it's yes, a powder you puff.
4: Polite. You're polite. Oh. You're going to watch somebody open a gift and then you're going to say, Oh, that's nice.
3: No, like it, when there were like nine of us, like it'd be a week would go by and your brother would pull something out and you'd go, Where did that come from? He said, I got that Christmas morning. Didn't you see it? Isn't and I it? go, No, I'm sorry. I missed it. Yeah.
4: And Chaos, don't you feel it. sad that you didn't pay more attention no, on it? I Christmas was
3: surprised morning? a week after the fact. It was the gift that kept on giving. Oh, my gosh. That's all I'm saying.
4: All right. Look, we are not Philistines. That's all I'm saying.
3: <laughs> okay. Let us take a break, please. Our next oh, no, guest.
4: Before we take a break. Oh, I think my It's goodness. probably time for me to tell you. Tell me since, what? Since I have forgotten the four o'clock hour. Your weekend has begun.
3: It's 12 minutes past the five o'clock hour. Way to go. Thank goodness. Friday's here. Finally, the sun's setting. All right and well. I think so. At least in this corner of the world. This corner.
9: 1.5 WORD.
5: Playing Pittsburgh's
1: favorite Christian music on the weekends with the best new Christmas music. New, new, new music. Behold Him, new from Francesca Battistelli. Light of the world from We the Kingdom. It feels like joy from Micah Tyler. Feels like joy to the The best new Christmas music. Sponsored this weekend by Trinity Jewelers and Dennis Spira and Associates. 101.5 WORD on the weekend.
8: Merry Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, president of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in Heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there. But only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas season.
1: Are you interested in helping others in human service agencies or people with addiction? Or do you want to help others through private practice counseling? Waynesburg University has an accredited counseling program for you. Waynesburg offers both a Master of Arts in Counseling degree as well as a Ph.D. in Counselor Education and Supervision. As the only K-CREP accredited addictions counseling program in the state, Waynesburg can help you grow your career in the counseling profession. To learn more, visit waynesburg.edu. Applications are still being accepted for the fall semester. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it,
0: grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit EKExcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at EKExcavation.com.
3: Christmas is just two weeks away from today. It's hard to believe. Here with us from the spring house, as she always is on a Friday afternoon, Pake and Bake, Marsha. How's it going?
4: Good. How are you guys doing? What the heck is Pake and Bake, Marsh?
9: <laughs> I had the hardest time with Mike trying to tell him what we were talking about. He, I had to give him a little spelling lesson. cake <laughs>
3: so What's Pake?
9: and Bake. T-A-K-E, Paik, T-A-K-E. and Bake means that um, it's a whole meal in a springhouse box ready for you to take home, pop in your oven, pull it out, and eat it in a half an hour. Make oh. life quick and easy and ready to go. We have one for two people, and we have one for eight to ten people. And really? it includes um, smoked ham. We have a, a, a sampler of the smoked beef brisket. We have four different vegetables and cornbread and can mm. rolls. And homemade cake, and it's a really yummy meal, and they can order it online this year too. Okay, nice. so no, wait, now let me go. So it's
4: take and bake with a T, right? Yes. Yeah, you <laughs> <P-A-K-E.
9: laughs>
3: We're calling it cake with a P.
9: <laughs> no, I don't know what a bake is.
3: <laughs> I don't know what a cake is either. I thought you had this like thing like, what is the cake? <laughs> <laughs> It's the Springhouse Pake and Bake. I thought you had like some grand new adventure here.
4: However, if you do want to take and bake, oh. there is no better place to get it. I can promise you that than oh, the Springhouse. Th- All the details available online at wordfm.com.
3: Love you, Marsh. Love you, Marsh. Take and bake I from the Springhouse. Hey. <laughs> Remember um, the hit from the uh, the band Cool in the Gang. Yeah. Celebrate good times. Come on. Right? Wow.
4: I never thought that I would hear you do a Cool in the Gang song live on there. <laughs> yeah, air.
3: well, acapella. Solo Acapel version. Well. Yeah. Right.
4: That's good. Well,
3: our next guest, Marilyn McIntyre, who we love, Dr. McIntyre is a regular guest on our show. She's the award winning author of books on language and faith, including Make a List, What's in a Phrase, Pausing Where Scripture you Gives You Pause, And uh, her latest is called Speaking Peace in a Climate of Conflict, here today to talk to us about celebration. Marilyn, Dr. McIntyre, welcome back. How are you?
12: Fine. Thank you. I'm really grateful to be safe and healthy.
4: Yes. I'm into that. Amen. Okay, Marilyn. So it doesn't seem in a lot of corners that there's a whole lot to celebrate, Um, Perhaps in the traditional Christmas sense, if you're thinking about, you know, the dog by the fireplace and the carolers at the door and all the family gathered around.
12: Well, certainly not the way we're used to it. Um, Yeah. So I think celebrate has to take on a new meaning this season. And I would hope it's a time to kind of reflect on it and give it a deeper meaning or retrieve a deeper meaning for it.
3: Mm. I see. So then celebration the word. I mean. We Mm -hmm. think of parties and gatherings, but you've Mm -hmm. said earlier that celebration, the way that we view it in 21st century America, is not necessarily the overlay that it's always been.
12: No, actually, one of the original Latin meanings of the root word is to honor. And Hmm. when I came back upon that, I thought, this is a good thing to reclaim this time around, because really we can't under all the various lockdowns and with the numbers of people in intensive care going up every week and the long lines of people at um you know food food banks it's a tough season for so many people so i think what do we want to honor this season and who do we want to honor and obviously the the primary focus is this is a season to honor christ but Christ in my neighbor re- requires something new of me, I think, in this really very mm-hmm. difficult season.
4: Interesting. Okay, so so flesh out this idea of honor. Um, what could that... First of all, who are we honoring? Um, and mm-hmm. what would that look like?
12: Well, obviously, in Advent and Christmas season, we honor the coming of Christ. But I also think about that beautiful line... Um, I think it's from a Gerard Manley Hopkins poem. Christ plays in 10,000 places, lovely in Mm -hmm. eyes, lovely in limbs, not his. Mm -hmm. And so I think to look around and see the presence of God in and with the people around us, and especially in their needs, um, of course, that comes up every Christmas and you get all the special appeals for food banks and uh, all the organizations that help people out because it's such a difficult time. But this year, especially I think to kind of recall that honoring the presence of Christ in our neighbors is a way of celebrating. And so that requires that we sort of get past our own disappointment about not having the parties and the, uh, you know, the usual festivities because many of us are not going to do that. We're not. We're going to wave at our kids from their porch and kind of meet with them outside for a few minutes and hand them some gifts and blow them kisses. Right. And that's about it. Right.
3: So it's interesting. So this era of the lack of celebration to turn that word on its on its side or you know, to spin that a different way. To honor those people who are around us, whether it's our neighbors or the people at the grocery Mm -hmm. store or, of course, the nurses and the first responders. You know, Marilyn, Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. We tend to look at our neighbors now warily, right? Um, Yeah. Uh, Everyone is suspect if I'm out at the grocery store and, you know, the mask is askew or, you know, that Mm -hmm. guy might be sick or whatever. It's a heck of a way to live to look at everyone through a filtered lens of my enemy, myself.
12: That's absolutely right. And so maybe one of the things we could do is, you know, reclaim some specificity in the notion of the Christmas spirit, which is that spirit is not one of hostility and suspicion and hatred. It is really to recognize the people around us as children of God who are on this journey and in their own struggles. And as I said to a group the other day, everybody is carrying something and we don't know what it is most of the time. So, you know, I honor you for what you are walking through right now. Mm. And um, I honor you for the very fact that God made you and loves you and that this is the season to recognize, you know, who in whom we all have live and move and have our being. So, I mean, I, th- I think without kind of oppressive piety, it's a really good time to dive a little deeper into what we're called to in a in the Christmas mm-hmm. season. And some churches, I love this custom, and I only learned it in recent years, but some churches have what's called a blue Christmas every year. Have you heard of that? No. no. Well, it's a custom in some Episcopal churches, I know, and others, some Presbyterian churches, where they set aside a particular time for a service just before Christmas, usually around the 22nd, 23rd, when people who have lost someone that year can come together, and when they kind of bring mourning into the fact of what we celebrate, which is really that God came here in Christ to die, and that... All of that is comprehended in this great feast. And so it's like we can afford together to look at the shadow and to recognize that we walk through the valley of the shadow, but we are so in it together and we're held safe. So I think that huge message is something to, um, this is a good moment to take it back from all the commercialization that says, you know, celebrate, have a good time, break open the champagne.
4: Right. Right.
5: Oh, that's well, really powerful. Know,
4: yeah, I really, I appreciate that a lot. I both I just lost both of my parents recently. And I think mm-hmm. that's my problem with Christmas is I just feel like I can't, I can't enter into the, you know, super happy, contented part of it. And so I guess I feel like I right. can't enter into any part of it.
12: Right. Well, that's exactly what those blue Christmas services are for. They're really services of remembrance and lament that end in a bigger rejoicing. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the whole story of redemption, salvation, and the good news being bigger than the bad news. But if you're going to get that, you have to acknowledge the bad news.
3: Yeah. You know, when
12: we're getting a lot of it. (laughs)
3: We were just talking to a guest before you, Marilyn, and, and she was uh, suffering through some medical maladies and saying, you know, at, at three o'clock mm. in the morning, she's waking up and thinking, of course, worst case scenario that, you know, my nose yeah. is going to fall off essentially. And I think, you know, none yeah. of us are immune from that. You know, those three o'clock mm. thoughts where you wake up and there's, you know, one horror piled on top of another. And, and I think, you know, yeah. this idea of, you know, honoring not, not in the way of, you know, to be narcissistic or something like that, but to think mm-hmm. about ourselves, you know, to our very right. own being, you know, we think through these times that we're the only ones who are experiencing these things. And I think, you know, as I talk to mm-hmm. Kath and other people that I'm intimate with in my life and I, you know, we, we discover you're feeling the same way that I am about this. And thank yeah. goodness that I'm not alone in this because I thought that I was a ship at a sea ship at sea. And I was kind of hating on myself. Yeah. So to yeah. turn that back For on ourselves.
12: Different. Right. And I think if we just spent a day walking the block, you know, if we can't go out very far, but just thinking about every person whose house we passed, that those, those people are in it with me. We are really in this together. All of us are in this historical moment. All of us are, you know, looking at our budgets and the rent coming due and the uncertainties of the coming year and. And everybody's dealing with similar things. And so it's just such a great time to think about how to how to be in it all with compassion. Mm.
3: That's really good. Dr.
4: Marilyn McIntyre is with us, award-winning author of several books, including What's in a Phrase, Pausing Where Scripture Gives You Pause, and her latest, Speaking Peace in a Climate of Conflict. Marilyn, just a couple minutes left. Um, talk about how mm-hmm. things are COVID-wise in your area.
12: Well, the numbers are going up. Um, You know, when you say in your area, I every day feel so very grateful that my husband and I are sort of tucked up in our little suburban house and we're okay. Um, But we know people who know people who are in really dire straits. And I certainly know a number of people who are living alone and don't feel permitted or able to make much real physical connection with anybody. So... um, we watch the numbers every day and just try to consider how that can give us perspectives, a wider perspective on what's happening. Otherwise it's easy to fall into our own impatience with it all and think, you know, we're fine. Let's just go do what we do. Right. None of us really knows how to interpret all the statistics, but they're pretty compelling. And so I think one way of honoring our neighbors is to just err on the side of being careful for their welfare. The whole thing about wearing masks, whether you like to wear a mask or not, the idea that you wear one to protect the people around you who are vulnerable makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. And those gestures to say, I want to care for you because this is a hard time, um, are visible. We can make them visible in a new way this season.
3: That's good. Marilyn, we want to thank you because you've joined mm-hmm. us sure. and you do every month in this uh, particular time. Uh, and so we're so grateful for your presence, for your wisdom okay. and for your peace and, and for all that you offer mm-hmm. us. So you always give us something very powerful as you leave us. So so thank you so much. And, and Merry Christmas to you and your family.
12: Merry, Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you.
4: Mm-hmm. That's Dr. Marilyn McIntyre. She's author of Speaking Peace in a Climate of Conflict.
3: Well, uh, if you may be stuck at home, listen, let's talk about next. Travel podcast, explore the world through your earbuds. Straight ahead on the ride home.
8: Merry Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, president of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas
13: season. New message.
1: Your social security number has been suspended. If you do not contact us, your account will be deactivated. Scammers are aggressive when they contact a potential victim. Social Security Administration employees will never threaten you for information or promise benefits in exchange for information. In those cases, the call is fraudulent and you should just hang up. Don't provide any personal or financial information to these thieves. Call the Social Security Fraud Hotline at 1-800-269-0271.
0: First Presbyterian Church
8: is a beacon of light and love to this community.
9: The message that I hear sustains me for the whole week. I
12: love this church because of the diversity and the music and the people.
2: The incredible beauty of the space. A warm, welcoming congregation.
9: The people are amazing and truly love one another and Christ and our pastor preaches the gospel. I want everybody in Pittsburgh
3: to come and experience.
0: First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, in the heart of the city, with the city in its heart.
3: Across the country. The fall semester of colleges have come to an end. Now, of course, COVID has really affected how colleges teach. Your child, maybe have been in college and uh, has had more primarily Zoom classes. We're happy to report that Grove City College, where Kath and I have children who have attended, really made a great effort to make sure that most of the students were able to attend in-person classes. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's been a good semester. Our kids have really thrived this semester. We really had great encouragement from the teaching that was online and in person at Grove City College. Now, of course, there were some COVID cases, but not enough to really affect things or shut things down. So, Grove City College, if you're thinking about your child for next semester or next year at Grove City College, we'd highly recommend because we know the leadership and the quality, the nature of those who are in leadership at Grove City College.
4: Yeah, and I feel like I can speak well to this, John, because my daughter is one of the people who got COVID-19, and she's a student at Grove City. We had to bring her back um, at the beginning of November, and uh, nothing at all about this entire era is ideal, but I felt like the college did the best that they could in dealing with rising cases, and a lot of students went home. Some students stayed, and I think you're right. The prioritization of in-person learning as long as they possibly could is what really made this semester go.
3: That's right. If you're looking for a quality education with Christ centered in the middle, grow City College online, gcc.edu.
9: We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, by heart, tune in, and at radio.com. Tonight,
10: cloudy with a low 41. Tomorrow, cloudy and mild with a brief shower or two in the afternoon with a high fifty-five. Tomorrow night, a brief shower in the evening, otherwise low clouds with a low of forty-three. Sunday, mostly cloudy and cooler with a high of forty-five, and Monday, partial sunshine with a high thirty-eight. With your the forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick.
4: All right. How's this for a Christmas present? No mortgage or rent payments for a year? Well, enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. One grand prize winner will have their mortgage or rent covered up to $15,000 for the coming year. It's another perk for being a Word FM fan club member. So register to win or join the fan club at wordfm.com forward slash contests.
3: That's super cool. Many thanks to Mark Helgerman, Trinity Jewelers. (laughs) Fabulous. Hey, uh, you know, stuck at home and, you know, there was a day not that long ago, Kath. Heck, I mean, earlier this year, you were traveling internationally, yeah?
4: I know. I can't believe that. Yeah I was go- I was in Asia in February right before covid hit.
3: <laughs> okay so now I'm looking at an article in uh, today's Washington Post that for people who like to travel you know whether it's you know across the state or across the world of course no one's going anywhere for the for the long haul here there's something called travel podcasts hmm. and uh, they say the best of them this article in the Washington Post says the best of them provide story Insight and then an audio soundtrack—you know, birds chirping, traffic rustling, the accents of different people you meet along the way. So I just like to highlight a couple of them, which I I find.
4: Listen, I'm I'm super excited about this. I've never heard of a travel podcast.
3: One of the ones at the top of the list here—it's called Zero to Travel. Start with anything and go everywhere, because this podcast, Zero to Travel, caters to travelers who suffer from a severe case of wanderlust and can't travel anywhere right now. They said, it's all these things combined, great audio, great storytelling and great locations around the world. And in audio, you feel like you are there.
4: Oh, okay.
3: Yep. Zero, Zero to, to travel, travel. Mm-hmm. Okay. or the thoughtful travel podcast leads discussions that are equal parts, practical and philosophical, Recent episodes have delved into such sensitive subjects as animal tourism, disabled travelers, and visiting Australia amidst the wildfires. Wait, what is it?
4: What's this called? The thoughtful traveler. Thoughtful
3: traveler. Yeah. The
4: thoughtful traveler.
3: Yes. Okay. Now, I did not know this. Uh, Anthony Bourdain, the late Anthony Bourdain. I loved
4: Anthony Bourdain.
3: He had a podcast called Armchair Explorer. Now, after of course, Anthony Bourdain's death uh his t v show stopped, but the podcast has been picked up by a good friend of his, and this is the prototypical what you might imagine podcast. They travel to Cuba or Madagascar, the middle east, the Arctic, and along the way, there are these great stories and insights uh It's supposed to be one of the best armchair explorer podcast, All right, yep. Now, if you're a fan of uh, this American Life, there's a podcast mm. called Far From Home, and uh, the first season, the eleven thousand mile drive from London to Mongolia, and what? you're in the, you're in the passenger seat next to the host with his recording equipment, the passport, and his unflappable desp- dispar- disposition. It looks like a, a great win as well, right? Far from home. Okay. So maybe as you're stuck home this weekend, you choose one of those podcasts. I
4: absolutely love that. Can't we get that job?
3: Wouldn't that be great?
4: Can't we get the job where we're like intrepid travelers and all you have to do, like you and I'll be in the front seat, Mike's in the back with all the good audio equipment, and we're just traveling somewhere and I don't know.
3: No, you know, here's no? this was there was a time not that long ago that you and I were traveling to a banquet. We were stuck in a dark road in the middle of nowhere, and Siri assured us we had arrived at our destination. Our destination. We had not.
4: And that one's in Penn Hills.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Mongolia? I don't think so.
4: All right. So we're not cut for it.
3: Mm-hmm. We'll take a quick break. Come back. The Week in Review. What was everybody talking about? A conversation that made you think. What hacked you off? What did you eat? That's next.
9: 101.5 WORD.
1: Of all the women in the world, you chose her.
0: She is the one you can't live without. How will you tell her, I love you forever? You tell her with a diamond. From Trinity Jewelers. And of all the diamonds in the world, none say forever, like the center of my universe from Forevermark. Less than 1% of the world's diamonds can carry the Forevermark inscription, a promise that each diamond is beautiful, rare, and and responsibly sourced. A diamond worthy of a woman as rare as she is and a love as unique as yours. The center of my universe can only be found at an authorized Forevermark jeweler. Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Discover Forevermark, the diamond, the promise at Trinity Jewelers. For when you really want to say, I love you
3: forever. Visit TrinityJewelers.com. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everybody get the best sleep of their lives. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Bedsheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep. And that's the whole point, right? Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now we know my pillow products come with a 10 year warranty, but my pillow has just announced that they are extending their 60 day money back guarantee. That's right. Orders placed between now and December 25th will have the 60 day money back guarantee extended through March 1st, 2021. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Call 1-800-391-0954. Promo code is word. That's 1-800-391-0954, or go to mypillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code WORD. Get the best night's sleep of your life. To
0: serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching and elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams. Just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu.
2: It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's
3: Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Yeah, so what was everyone talking about? Kath, what do you think?
4: A COVID shutdown.
3: Oh, I was saying everyone was talking about vaccine approval. Great. Mm -hmm.
4: I like yours better.
3: It's all the same. What
2: What was a conversation that made you think?
4: Okay, conversation that made me think. Uh, it was 410 on Wednesday's show when we talked to Sheridan Voise live. Two. From- you did not pick the same one. I did. What is it with us?
3: Mm-hmm. Gosh. Listen, we had a lot of great conversations this week, too. Didn't I know we? we
4: have we have twenty guests a week and we pick the same one anyway. Yeah. Sheridan was with us. He lives in Oxford, um, in the UK, and we talked about the question: What would you tell your seventeen-year-old self? Mm-hmm. And you know Sheridan's just such uh, he's a Delight. wonderful, thoughtful guy. He's a broadcaster with the BBC, and I, I don't know. I just it gave me a, a lot to ponder this week.
3: Me too. Yeah. I mean, to thinking, thinking about yourself as a 17 year old Yeah, and, you know, now you look at your, you know, the whole complexity of your life and all your hopes and your fears and your dreams and all that. That's a great question to ask yourself. We, we sat around the table. I mean, you know, our kids are past 17. They're in their twenties or early twenties. Even at that age, they had advice for themselves. So that's a cool thing to do. What did you eat? What did we eat?
4: All right. Well, it's not about what did I eat. It's what I'm going to eat. I was in oh. the strip. I, it was such a nice day. I was in the strip district this afternoon. I was at Woolies. And um, I, I got, I wasn't sure what to get. I was a little caught between a couple of fishes. Anyway, the tilapia looked best to me. So tonight is tilapia roasted sweet potatoes and Brussels sprouts in my mm. house.
3: Very nice. Those Brussels sprouts, oh, though, that's, that's some bad juju.
4: Mm-mm. I love them so much. Seriously. I'm mm. all
3: about them. All right, tilapia. Okay, well, uh, in our house, we sort of hold up the, you know, the um, Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich as, you know, some sort of, you you know, beautiful thing. Well, last night, you know, we hadn't been out for some takeout for a while. So one of my kids said, let's go and get a chicken sandwich. So, of course, we were like, Chick-fil-A? And then my kid said, no, I went to this chicken place in Oakland called, unassumingly so, Chicken. And it's on Atwood Street. Um. (laughs) What a chicken sandwich, man. This big, beautiful chunk of breaded chicken with coleslaw, lettuce, pickles, some kind of special sauce. And then you could pick how hot you wanted it. I got Mm. the medium. It was too hot. But man, what a great sandwich on this fresh brioche bun. Fabulous. What a great chicken sandwich. It made my week. What did you watch?
4: What am I watching? What can I not stop watching? Uh, I'm in uh, the third season of Dark, which is made by Netflix. It is a a German series uh, that is dubbed in English and it's not for kids. Um, There are a lot of disturbing things that happen, but in addition to that, I promise you no kid could possibly understand what's going on because it is super, super complex. Um, if you like uh, science fiction that makes you ask the most important questions about living, this is the show for you. I mean, it is blowing my mind. It is just, it's outstanding. The acting is wonderful. But even more than that, the, the theories that they're exploring are really, really vital. So I recommend it. I'm into dark.
3: Very nice. I watched a movie this week that I cannot stop thinking about. I think I saw it on Wednesday night. I'm telling you, it's one of the best things I've seen in a long time, let alone this year. It's called The Sound of Metal. And it's streaming right now on Amazon Prime. Now, don't let this freak you out. The story is about a drummer in a rock and roll. I mean, I would say it's, you know, extreme. I mean, it's big, thick, hard, you know. And the guy, he goes deaf. And so it's this journey of this man's life. I'm telling you, again, it's not for it's not for kids. But it is a, a fascinating story. It's about... Faith and addiction, acceptance, brokenness, loss. But what a wonderful story. Highly recommended. The Sound of Metal. It's streaming now on Amazon Prime. What hacked you off?
4: All right. What hacked me off? Um, There was a New York Times article by Nicholas Kristof that was written this week uh, called The Children of Pornhub. And it's one of the most disturbing pieces I've read, and I can't tell you how long. And it's just about a particular pornography website and how they prey on trafficked kids. Um, and I, I just I finished that article and I just thought there's just no there's no hope for the human race. Mm-hmm. It's just it is so profoundly evil. I just, just anyway, yeah, I it's know. a
3: long piece, but it's an excellent piece. Yeah. It really is, but it'll break your heart. So many things hacked me off this week. You know what I'm angry about? What hacked me off? I am hacked off at the devil. The devil is like all over us right now. He's got a toehold into so many people's lives, mine included. I'm angry at the devil, and I'm doing everything in my power to resist that, to pray, to surrender to the power of Christ in my life. Devil, you cannot be here.
2: What was the best news you heard this week?
4: We got a vaccine, people. I cannot imagine uh, better news for this era uh, when in an epidemiological, physiological uh, sense. It is terrific news that we've got a vaccine that's been approved in the UK. It's approved in here. I think it was approved in Canada also. And there are a couple more coming right down the pike.
3: Very nice. Best news for us this week was finals week at Grove City College. School is over. This semester, Grove City College, boom. My kid's home. Kath, your girls are home. Yep. That's good, man, right? I mean, that means a lot. Everything sort of pulls Heck back yeah. a little bit. You relax a little bit. Good job, everybody. You made it through, whether it was Grove City or Pitt or wherever you were. Fabulous. Good news. And in closing,
2: you two have anything meaningful for us?
4: All right. Anything as far as meaningful. meaningful? Um, well, I, you know, I just mentioned how hacked off I was about that article by Nicholas Kristoff on uh, Pornhub. Just the scor- the scourge of pornography and what, how many lives it ruins ruins. And the fact that it is so easily accessible and the fact that it's just accepted as a, as a normal part of life for kids, like starting at age nine, I just, anyway, I was just lamenting that so much. I was re and then I opened up, um, Psalm 10 last night. I've been reading the Psalms. I think I mentioned that a couple times um, over the past couple weeks. And I came across this verse at the end. First of all, all of chapter 10 to me is a masterpiece. Psalm 10, Psalm 10. is just a peerless lament. But the very end of it, this is what it says in verse 17. You hear, O Lord, the desire of the afflicted. You encourage them and listen to their cry. Defending the fatherless and the oppressed in order that man who is of the earth may terrify no more.
3: Hmm. Well, Psalm 10 that's the very that's end. That's the very end of Psalm 10. That's fabulous. I've been reading Isaiah this week. Uh, let me just read this. This is short uh, Isaiah 48, 17, 19. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you for your own good, who leads you in the way you should go. Oh, that you had paid attention to my commandments. Then your prosperity would have been like a river and your success like the waves of the sea. Your offspring would have been like the sand and your descendants like its grains. Their name would never be cut off or destroyed from before me. And I read this. And of course, you know, Isaiah, this is about Israel in many ways, right? That, um, what if Israel had remained faithful? Well, this, when I read this, I, I think there's no despair here. Israel still belongs to God, and the Lord is still touching or teaching us and leading us. And what I really take is, in Isaiah, that there is still time, and God is still faithful, and God will provide. Isaiah 48, 17, 19. And that's John and Cappy's Week
2: in Review.
1: This is Greg Trzynski from the Original Mattress Factory. Our local approach to manufacturing and retail has been at the core of our business model for over 30 years. We're proud to be a part of this community where you aren't just our customer, you're our neighbor. We believe in the power of supporting small businesses and feel it's more important now than ever. So consider shopping local this holiday season to support the restaurants, retailers, service providers, and manufacturers that are at the heart of this community. We wish you a happy and healthy holiday season.
9: When you're shopping for a new mattress, knowledge is power. That's why transparency is at the heart of everything we do at the Original Mattress Factory. All of our mattresses are hand-built and hometown-made. And our factories are open to the public so you can see exactly how we make each product. While the mattress industry often makes shopping confusing on purpose, the Original Mattress Factory shows you exactly what we're made of. Visit your local OMF location to see the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself.
8: Merry Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, president of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas season.
0: When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need EK Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, EK Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com.
7: Our smiles are still behind our masks. We are welcoming patients back, and we're happy to do so.
0: At Stock Family Dentistry, exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care.
7: Although some of the details of their appointment may look different, we can't give the normal hugs or handshakes that they might be used to. The same exceptional dentistry, the same compassionate care that they've really become accustomed to is still there.
0: Stock Family Dentistry on Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com.
10: Welcome back to
1: Customize and Save with Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, the game show where you only pay for what you need. And we're out of time. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com.
5: Liberty, Liberty, Liberty,
1: Liberty. Hi, I'm Steve Schwetz, host of Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. How are you doing with all this upheaval to your comfortable routine? Are you feeling a little anxious? Are you concerned for those you love? Well, don't think for a moment that God isn't fully present and fully in control. In fact, His glory is best seen against a backdrop of uncertainty and fear. We see that when we study God's Word. So join us on the Bible bus on this station and build your confidence in Jesus Christ. You'll be so glad you
3: did. There is a decorating trend that has been slowly creeping Grinch-like into the holiday season. People across the country have been ditching their very green evergreens for artificial black Christmas trees. Black trees apparently have become increasingly popular in recent years as people are looking for a versatile option against a backdrop for any type of ornament or what oh, right. or so accurately, that, that, right. reflects their design sensibility.
4: Right, that's the haute couture exactly. approach to the Christmas
3: tree. Treeotopia, an online resource for artificial colored trees, says black Christmas trees are selling extremely well this year, All sales, including black tree sales, are up more than 80% this year on Treeotopia's site. They suggest that because black trees have a very polished, stylish look, and they work with just about any color and decorating scheme.
4: I don't really want my Christmas tree to look, what was it, like cutting edge and stylish or something? Mm, You know what I, I've never seen a black Christmas tree, but you know what I hate more than a black Christmas tree? Hmm. I hate white Christmas trees.
3: Oh, that's very 60s.
4: I hate that. Mm-hmm. And or like there was a there was a period of time when I was super super little or maybe it was just that it was an older thing that there was like a powder blue tree.
2: Oh
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: There was I think that was like a maybe right, a 50s right. thing or something. I really mm. really hate that.
3: Yeah. I mean, so you're not gonna have to remember. Remember I remember back in the 60s people had like a white tree and then they had like the revolving light that had like little cellophane colors. So then, and what do then you mean the, it
4: was a revolving light?
3: Well, it was like, you know, it was a light bulb. And then in front of it was like this. this oh, you've th- got
4: to be kidding me. It,
3: it rotated. And then it had different colors. And so like every few seconds, the tree changed from blue to orange to green. It was oh, like, no. Like, the tree
4: itself changed colors. Oh,
3: yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. It was super oh, cool. Oh,
4: gosh. That's... Uh-
3: it's like a psychedelic Christmas. Uh, I, a friend of mine uh, posted on Facebook last night that their dog knocked over their Christmas tree and oh. posted a photo. I mean, the tree was down. There were ornaments everywhere. He said, this is so 2020. I'm thinking of just keeping it there.
4: Forget it. Just leave it where it <laughs> is for crying out loud. I remember my cats did that twice when they were ah, little. Yeah.
3: Knocking just over the tree.
4: Ruined it. I had to. I finally wrapped it up with a fishing line. Mm-hmm. and you know tied it Cast to, it the, to the wall but by that point it had been down twice imagine you tell you, know, you can imagine what it looked like <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah one yeah. time our tree fell down what did I do I called our friend Dan
4: oh to come get it
3: yeah <laughs> my friend did you know what Dan did I'm like he just put like an eye hook in the wall and attached oh thanks Dan thanks a lot thanks well, for, thanks for driving over
4: right he doesn't enough. live anywhere close to you either.
3: No, he really doesn't. Not any close. Mike, any trouble with your falling down tree?
13: No, not at all. But I remember uh, I was, I think I was eight years old. Um, we had an orange cat and uh, mm. my parents set the tree up next to the, to our new bay window they just mm. had installed. And uh, my dad went to sh- move mm-hmm. the cat, like sh- scared away. Well, yeah. the cat freaked out and it jumped through the window. <gasps> broke. The bay window glass what? was everywhere, and my mom looked at him and said, "You should have just let the cat jump on the tree."
3: <laughs> was the cat okay?
13: The cat was fine. We found it the next day. It was in the woods. It was running around. It was it was totally fine. But oh we were God. freezing that Christmas because <laughs> the, there was a big massive hole in the big bay window. It was, it was so cold. It was so cold.
3: <laughs> just leave the cat alone. Yeah, why don't well, you
13: please... leave the cat alone? Yeah. That's terrible, Mister Duffy.
3: Did you learn your lesson? He did. What the heck, huh? Holy God, smokes!
13: Great.
3: All right. Uh, hey, how's your Christmas shopping? Listen, um, I'm looking at this piece uh, from the um, from the New York Times. They have these really like last minute things. Some of these are very funny. Um, here, um, let me start here. You can buy a deep fried chicken wing keychain for a dollar sixty. A fried chicken keychain looks good enough to eat. Mm-hmm.
4: Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait. So it looks like a fryer. It what? looks like
3: a piece of. It looks like a drumstick.
4: Okay, with, with a keychain really, thing that's really right? terrible. Okay,
3: yeah. How about silicone sneaker covers protect your collection worthy sneakers from the natural elements? So they're rubbers for your sneakers.
4: That's I bet that <laughs> looks really good.
3: Yeah, how about a giant acrylic frog from the website of Jonathan Alder? The description of this sculpture reads surreal size. A mesmerizing must-have in solid yellow acrylic. Our giant frog looks fab anchoring a tablescape or makes a great focal point in an unused fireplace. It's massive and it costs six hundred bucks.
4: Nice. A tablescape. Yep. That's what I'm going for. A tablescape anchored by an orange frog.
3: Yeah. How about a fluffy steering wheel cover? Oh. Have gosh. you seen
4: it? Oh yeah. Listen, that was a that was a big deal. Like if somebody had like a transam, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs>
3: This is gigantic. An
4: rock. They would or have like three. Yeah.
5: Right. Yeah.
3: Well, this looks like somebody's Chevy Cruise, and there's this gigantic purple fluffy <laughs> thing. <Chris>. It's massive. <laughs> okay, that's right next to the lettuce slippers. Is a pair of slip-on slippers, and it looks like you're surrounding your feet with leaves of lettuce. Why? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Why is that a good thing to have? Why don't too much uh, slippers have to do with lettuce?
3: Yeah, or they also sell with slippers, <laughs> mopping feet shoes, which are they look like a pair of mops that are go around your feet, and as you move through your dirty you mean like, floors, like a
4: mop, like I'm yeah. cleaning the floor with a mop.
3: Mm-hmm. As okay. you move through your dirty floors, you can mop your feet with your oh, slippers. Oh, that's Gosh. a great idea.
4: That's yeah, a, yeah. that's an amazing idea. I would totally rock mm-hmm. those. Listen, mm-hmm. my my children would buy those for me because they say I'm always walking around cleaning everything.
3: Oh, real okay. Cuz I you uh, know, I just
4: like to have it, you know.
3: Yeah, nice and neat, right? Cuz yeah. we're,
4: we're we're not Philistines, okay?
3: Yeah. Maybe uh,
4: I maybe I should get the 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 mop slippers. Go ahead.
3: A hydration bangle. So it is a, you know, it's like a, like a bracelet? A ba- yeah, bracelet, and there's a little plug in it and you take the plug out and you pour your own drink. Oh uh-huh. my. <laughs>
4: But so, like for emergency hydration during the Uh, show, I should have my bangle on.
3: If you're stuck somewhere, how about this one? Bathtub with a lid. So it's a full size (laughs) bathtub, and you, there's a lid. It's, It's kind of like you know those storage bins. That's what it looks like. Yeah, like, a like big the ones you keep on your bin.
4: porch to put your porch cushions in.
3: Yeah, a big storage bin, but it's gigantic. I mean, it's for a full body, and then there's a little hole cut out just for your neck, and it keeps everything, you know, inside.
4: That is a horrible idea.
3: Yeah. Uh huh. Hmm. I don't know. There's all these weird things.
4: I'm sure that, like, what could possibly go wrong with that?
3: <laughs> you get stuck in there you know, forever.
4: Death, asphyxiation,
3: head I don't know. trauma. I mean, the New York Times, it's a listing they have. Last minute, hard to find gifts. The
2: Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.